The brothers Bay come home for hay, so all of Letter Kenny plans a special day. Meanwhile, Tannis hits on Wayne, but faithful to Rosie, he'll remain. Till later that night, will temptations give way? It's Thirsty Thursday. And that means we are once again hanging out at the Produce Stand, a podcast paying tribute to the great Canadian show Letter Kenny. Now, I know what you're thinking. There are many other podcasts about Letter Kenny out there, but this one spent $1,000 on fireworks. I don't know what we were thinking. This is an audio only podcast that was a waste of money. I'm Mal, your host, and joining me in the room, as always, is the lovely Tanya. And online, we have Squirrely Matt, the Vogish Victor. And joining us as our special guest this week is the founding member of TNE Pizza Pals. He's a patron of our podcast, and he's a really good guy. Please join me and make me some noise for Chad. Wondrous. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I regret nothing. All right. That last part is the best part. (laughs) (laughs) You were looking for just for that, eh? (laughs) I love that part. You know, when when we had Kate when we had Kate Kate Trevor on, it it felt like he was he was kind of getting like you know it was going a little too long for him, (laughs) and he was wondering what the fuck. <laughs> and then it just ending it on him saying I regret, regret nothing I think broke the ice because he started laughing after that. So uh, anyway, 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 welcome to the podcast, Chad. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> Good. I may be a little intimidated today because uh, we finally have somebody on the podcast with a better, more majestic beard than mine. That is quite majestic. The, yeah, quite <laughs> quite a beard you have there. And you're wearing the you. your letter Kenny wardrobe there too. The the flannel. Oh. Uh, <laughs> The red. I, I had to dress nice. <laughs> I had to dress nice for this podcast. Yeah. That's, that's a dinner that's jacket a right there. Yeah, that's, we, we call that a Keswick dinner jacket up here, but uh, you wouldn't understand that <laughs> reference. So, uh, Chad, where are you speaking to us from? Uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Wow. Nice and chilly here. So, so Tanya is very excited because uh, she work, She deals a lot with people from, Min- people from oh, nice. your neck of the woods, <laughs> Minnesotans. Nice. Minnesotans. Nice. I Southern Canada. Minnesotans. Canadians. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Southern Canadians. I you know what? It. I traveled there once for work. Oh, that's and, right. You did uh, go down there. Yeah. And I remember uh, looking at you on the map and thinking, oh my God, we're actually, you're, you're further south than we are. Further south? Yeah, I think so. Or further, what? So, well, south. Of course they're south. I mean, no, north. Oh. North. <laughs> Oh my God! What Geography is not our strong point either. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Math's not our strong point. Geography. You look on the line; they are further north. It I is, think. Oh. It is. I think. Minus degrees here. So yes. <laughs> minus Fahrenheit, which is saying something. It's it's, it's it, no, it's 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 cold. Yeah. Oh, it's. Yeah. I, I was driving to work today, and it was like negative twenty, and I was like, uh, oh, oh wow, am right. I in uh, Celsius or Fahrenheit? Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that is really cold. Yeah, we went in the for home a, of the mighty ducks. Yeah, yes. we, we went for a walk this afternoon and yes, it was damn it was cold out. Like quick walk. It was a very quick walk. <laughs> so uh Chad, what what are the T and E pizza pals? Uh so uh I'm part of a like a soccer supporters group here in Minnesota and True North T and E is True North Elite. And uh Pizza Pals were just some guys that got some pizza before a game and then we just started doing it. And how how large is they the, won. How large is a group? 
Uh, it's just it was like three of us at first. Oh, okay. Just like slightly grew to like four or five. Uh, is, like is, other people. Is that an MLS team? Uh yes. Yeah. We, good old Minnesota United. Minnesota. Balloons. Okay. Yeah. There's a bunch of those groups up here for obviously for TFC. My brother is part of one of them, and and they usually have like nice. their their kind of spots in the stadium, and they all have their kind mm-hmm. of name. They name the group. They have their chants and all that stuff. So you guys yep. do all that too. Yep. Yep. I was actually gonna planning on going to. Canada this year or next year, but you know, no. Well, you know knows? what? If you ever get up here, you got to let us know. Maybe we can we, get together for a beer or two. Because uh, I will. Uh, I've been to a couple of TFC games. They're fun. They're fun to to go to. But it's damn cold down by the lake there. Holy. <laughs> Yeah. He, he did say Canada and not Toronto, so that could be anywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Well, okay, I was if, if it's for a uh, TF or a, for a major league soccer game, it's either Vancouver, Toronto, or Montreal, right? So, it's true. Yeah, and who wants to go to Vancouver? Yeah, nobody. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, question number one, I always ask, and by always, I mean you're the third person I'm going to ask this question. How did you discover uh, the show Letter Kenny? Uh, pretty much like anybody else, like saw it on Facebook video one time, the cold opening to the first episode, mm-hmm. died laughing, uh, like YouTubed it and then found out it was a TV show. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, oh, it's on Hulu. I have Hulu. Oh, and I started watching it. <laughs> Perfect. How long ago was that? Uh, probably season six. Oh, okay. Not, so not that long. Maybe last year or whatever, like yeah, re- relatively year, recently. Two, like two, three two, years ago. Maybe. Two years. Yeah. That's cool. And, and you uh, binge watch the hell of it, eh? I did. Yeah. How many times have you have you gone through, have seen the series now? Would you say three or four times? Yeah. I haven't seen the new ups, new season yet, though. So. Oh, okay. Kind of wait until you guys get there. So. Oh, cool. Oh, <laughs> Thanks for that. Sweet. We'll see you by Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised nobody. <laughs> I'm surprised nobody said, "Well, you're doing better than now here." Um. So. Uh, Oh, I've lost my question now. Uh, when when did you discover our podcast? Oh, that's what it was. When I was asking you if you when you wanted to come on, you had actually said I hadn't haven't seen an episode in a while, so I'm gonna have to bone up on these before I come on. So uh, I guess that that's why you started watching it again recently. Yep. So, <laughs> that's yeah, awesome. Thanks. So when did you uh, discover our podcast? Uh, I don't know. You guys like I saw I think Letterkenny memes like retweeted you guys and then mm. i just followed you guys oh, it's like, oh another thing of letter kenny and i was like oh they're a <laughs> podcast all right i'll listen awesome <laughs> nice well thanks so. and, and thanks for being a patron i mean that's oh, why you're you. here today because uh, uh we yeah. we appreciate you and and all the other patrons all the other people who put their money where their mouths are thank you all um so let's start with uh what am i looking for here Oh, yeah, how this. are you now? Uh, how is your week? Today's lineup is going to be Matt, Tanya, Al, Victor. So, Matt, how's your week? Oh, it's fucking chaos, but that's okay. Uh, here, rule of what I'll say is to anyone listening, never have a baby and a puppy at the same goddamn time. Yeah. It's just self-hate wrapped up in a little <laughs> bundle of fucking fun right there. So, I <laughs> Are you talking the baby, the I mean, doll, a dog or the daddy? It's everything, man. It's 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 a, just a chaos. This is such a fun relief to <laughs> sit down and just talk about our favorite TV show every week. So that's been good. No, the week's been fine. Uh funny enough though, we had some um I've been struggling, you know, trying to, you know, channel my inner my inner squirrely Dan. <laughs> trying to understand and and live the appropriate farts and that's been a real challenge in our house this week um so i tried it and uh i i i kind of let a little gas at the couch and the wifey yelled at me and said this is not 
why? I'm like, what do I do? She said, you leave the room. So I said, okay. <laughs> so next time it happened, I went to the kitchen. And I let one rub. She said, what the hell are you doing? I'm like, what? She said, that's where food is. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> so I'm like, well, where do I go? She's like, I don't know. Go to the bathroom or something. So fast forward that day, I, I went to the bathroom. And again, she yelled at me. But to be fair. To be to fair. Be fair. <laughs> she was in the bathroom as well. So oh, she geez. wasn't very happy about it. But, <laughs> no, I, I really don't understand how this appropriate fart thing works. But, uh, you know, I'm, get, I'm getting there. I'm learning, guys. I'm learning. Uh, I think you just got to come out to your office there. And that's that's your safe space right there. <laughs> right. <laughs> no one comes out here. Me. I'm like, it's, it's minus six right here right now. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> the beer warms me up. <laughs> Tanya, how's your week? Uh, actually speaking of the inappropriate, uh, farts, um, yeah, our daughter seems to suffer from the same affliction. She will leave (laughs) her, uh, uh, school desk area and come to my office area and then proceed to let one rip. And then, and this girl, she is the most potent little, uh, seven-year-old you've ever, ever, like she's basically a vegetarian and just eats peppers all day long. So she's just like, she's, she's just ready to be lit on fire. That girl is just so potent. Anyways. So yeah, you have to vacate for like a good 10 minutes, solid 10 minutes. So, uh, yeah, I, I hear you on the fart. The the Portuguese is strong in that girl. <laughs> it's very strong. Well, I mean, in all fairness, I grew up on Care Bears and sharing is caring. So, yes. you know, yeah, good for her. Yeah, yeah, it's just not. So uh, the week, it's uh, been the same as the week last week and the week before that. Um, it's cold outside. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we did have some fun, though. Um, we went um, tobogganing oh, yeah. um, out in the the woods of all places. Um, yeah, we, (laughs) it was, it was quite comical to try to watch our children, try to jump off the board real fast before, um, hitting a tree, (laughs) colliding with the tree. (laughs) We found some really cool Hills, but uh, they were a little too close to trees and yeah. Yeah. It wasn't our brightest family moment, but anyways, it was a lot of fun. It, I, I went down it a few times myself and, um, yeah, it was great fun. Yeah. No, there's this one hill with a double jump and, uh, she gets on and invites <gasps> our daughter to oh, sit in, on her lap in a crazy carpet. I don't know if that's what they're called down in the States, but basically it's just a f- really thin piece of plastic between you. Uh, and, and I, Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Oh, and, uh, and, and she's idea. like, I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to, Go down this really narrow hill, like tree lined on both sides, and this cool. the, a jump jump That's at the bottom. Yeah, it looked great, but I'm and I'm like, really, you're gonna do that with your daughter in your lap? It kind of looked like a tunnel when you were going down the hill. Yeah. It was like this tunnel of trees, and then you had to slip through the middle of it. I and, didn't, I didn't want to remind that. her how old how old she was, but I I did call that for the next three days she was going to be complaining about uh, her back and her oh, butt and everything else that it hurt. It was a bad idea. Uh, she they caught air on that first jump. And and she bailed before she had the, the second jump, luckily. So, <laughs> oh, go have some fun out there. Go yeah. have some- <laughs> you you got to do what you got to do in, in times like these. Victor, how's your week? Uh, good week. Uh, busy, like always. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, <clears throat> uh, have a potential opportunity to consider career wise, which Ooh. is going to be interesting. So, it's uh, uh, going to be a few interesting days ahead where I'm going to need to uh, look at things. Um, And I think I'm officially ready to recommend this show that I've been talking about. Oh, okay. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You know, I want to make sure you you have to do the due diligence and whatnot. So, uh, but yeah, this show, uh, You're the Worst. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, the reason I wasn't crazy about it to start, cause it's just a bunch of, it's about a bunch of bad, selfish people. Right. Mm-hmm. So you kind of think, um, so, you know, what's, what's the angle here? And then, uh, it kind of hooks you. And as you get to, um, kind of learn about the characters and, mm-hmm. and there's very, very strong development there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then there's just these coincidental, co- coincidental ties to Letterkenny. Every mm-hmm. time that I watch an, watch the episodes on the day that I got to do the homework. Mm-hmm. There's always a connection. And yesterday was uh, new phone who it is. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I just, you know, for me that, you know, that was, that was the hook for me. I said, okay, that's it. I gotta, I have to recommend this. Um, so uh, I think we can all agree. Bojack Horseman, who, who's ever seen it is a great show. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't, you need to get on it because it is a great show. So this is, this is, this what's, this is starting to kind of turn into that. These characters are, kind of becoming like that because mm-hmm. at, at first you're kind of thinking you know uh, bojack he's just this selfish and so on so and so and then you look get to learn and uh, kind of the layers and depth through the character this this is very similar there's mm-hmm. lots of depth to these characters and as you we're now in season two and i think there's five or six seasons mm-hmm. um and it's it's really really good uh in season two it's just it's just kind of we're really enjoying it and it's called you're the worst you're the worst. It's on FX uh, in Canada. I have no idea about the states. So, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, wherever you catch, uh, always signing into like, Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Um, I'll be on Hulu. May, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's your go-to source for entertainment, eh? <laughs> Victor. Actually, I, that would be Netflix, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, Victor. I've started watching Halt and, and Catch Fire. Uh, oh, nice! A couple of weeks I ago, love, and I'm I'm that. really enjoying that one. So yet another another uh, hit there. Uh, and yeah. T- Tanya and Good. I just Good. started watching uh, Bridgerton and Firefly Lane, and those are they're th- those are pretty both pretty good too like very 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 different shows but um you know if you're into one's kind of like a the old-fashioned the ladies will like them yeah and the, the men will like them because the ladies like them and there's lots of eye candy especially in Brid- bridgerton yeah anyway uh they're, they're, both sides music, come on it's the, it's valentine's the, the, the weekend cool, the cool come thing on, right? get it going people. okay the cool thing about bridgerton it's it's kind of like a, a soap opera set in like victorian you, times but they have all these like you, you sold me right there no no but listen the the, the, the music in it is pretty cool because what they do is they, yeah. they take like modern music but but have like screen string uh, quartets playing it. Like, like last night's like was a uh, bad guy. Yeah. Uh, so it's ha- Hamilton. Uh, well, no, it's anyway, it's interesting. You, 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 yeah. Well done, Victor. <laughs> Chad, how was your week? Uh, it was a good week. Uh, yeah, bring us home. Yes, please. <laughs> yeah. I, the machine I, I run at work keeps breaking. So, I mean, it's like, Oh, uh, but my maintenance guys like been gone all week it says like not been a great week Mm -hmm. but like (laughs) i have this so this is gonna gonna definitely uh make it better oh i'm glad we gave you something (laughs) to look forward to what kind of work what what sort of work do you do uh i I run a vertical cnc machine for glass so i like oh cool uh, trim i like trim edge work and cut holes so that's pretty do you do like any kind of like fancy designs or is it all basically cut this this size or this shape and that's it like I, I pretty much just get a piece of glass and I like do the edge work and put some holes in it. Yeah, you, you might you might like a new show. There, there's a new show on Netflix. I think it's about glass blowing. And it's not new. It's amazing. It's, it's not, not new. It's but amazing. It is, it is good. It's called yeah. um, Blown Away. It's Blown uh, Away. Yeah, yeah, have you seen it? I think I've seen it. Mm-hmm. No, I haven't seen it. It's been on my recommendations. 
Yeah, totally. It's, it's a guilty pleasure of mine. It yeah, I, 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 check it out. I thought it was it, it was way more interesting than than it should have been. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and, and, I agree. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it was actually surprisingly very well done. Yes, yeah. Um, really you know, we we've talked about some things about Canadian content mm-hmm. often gets dismissed. Yeah. Um, but it was very well done. Mm-hmm. I looked into uh, classes for glass blowing yeah. after watching the, the, some of the episodes. <laughs> I'm like, that's kind of. I cool. wonder how many people did right. It's like, freaking expensive. Like I can do though. this shit. There was there was a course uh, at one of our local high schools, and it was like four hundred dollars just for like six classes or something yeah. crazy. And, and it's I'm also like, four. Yeah. Holy. Yeah, no, it, I don't it, have that kind of cash. It's also 400 degrees while you're doing it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I probably, I probably wouldn't uh, do well uh, with that because uh, I've got like lots of like uh, hair that would just get singed. Yeah, beards off. are not recommended. And, yeah. No, <laughs> no, I want to keep this thing. Yeah. You must be busy though at work with all the COVID and people want to put glass up and separation. Uh, yes, yeah. and no. It's been, hey. it, it, it gets kind of slow, like. Oh, we're, yeah. at, we're at a slow time right now. So no, I was going to say, glass, Tan- Tanya's company so. might be looking for a, a glass uh, supplier. Who knows? <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> anyway, we won't get into that. I'm not I'm not the person to ask. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> Nor am I. <laughs> Ta- time for the uh, Twitter roll call. Uh, we This week we have 37 uh, new followers. So here we go. E. Baxter Canfield from California. Aislinn. Uh, Matt Stevens from Australia. Roland Offenlock from Winnipeg. Uh, Damon Sad Diablo, uh, Dennis M- Monag from Rama, Ontario, uh, Keats Cask from Rura Pentha, Keats Eggs, uh, Jay Wyatt from Columbus, a- Alexa Eason from Providence, Julie Quarantina from Washington, D.C., Glenn Waite, Amy, Lindsay Kroll from Edinburgh, Scotland. That's, I think, the second, yeah, second person from Scotland in oh, the last okay. two weeks. Oz9 Podcast, uh, sorry, from Sweden. Uh, Daniel K from Lexington, South Carolina. K- Caitlin Weeks from Springfield, Springfield, Missouri. The Blizz, the Blizzard, Logic Bomb, Affinities Podcast, coming Valentine's Day. Luca, I wonder if they did that on purpose because they knew I was going to read that out. Anyway, um, Bev from Toronto, T. <laughs> Teresa Rotes from uh, Lesbian Antifa headquarters, uh, Outcast veteran from Louisiana, Bubba Carr, uh, Becky Chambers from the U.S., Stories from the Hearth podcast from Glasgow, Scotland, three, Scotland. three Scottish listeners. Uh, We're huge there now. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen any Scottish. <laughs> I uh, go into my uh, my uncle's Scottish poem that he used to. Uh, <laughs> Save it for later. <laughs> yeah, that's another time. <laughs> Dusty Sellen from Council, Council Bluffs, Iowa. Tyler Campbell from Toronto. Another FOTM that we've lured over to our side. Independent Thought Podcast from Missoula, Montana. The Odd Pod from Toronto. Gouda to meet you from Jersey. BM, Old Mate, <laughs> Scott Parrish. Chase is crying about pirates. And Scott H. from Pensacola, Florida. Thank you all for following and hopefully, hopefully for listening. Notice Al, nobody from Vancouver. Get to the chorus. No, nobody from Vancouver. Or last Massachusetts. Week, yeah, no Massachusetts. <laughs> After all that work. Last week we recapped and reviewed episode four of season five, The Letter Kenny Leave, with our special guest Joshua. That episode got a fresh rating from Tanya and myself and a clearance from Victor and Matt, their agreement marking the final sign of the apocalypse. According to our scientific Twitter poll, 78.9% agreed with Tanya and myself, while 21.1% agreed with the Unholy Alliance. So 78% are wrong. It's just, just so we're clear. <gasps> oh. I don't think so. This week we recap. science my ass. <laughs> I'm pretty said? sure that was the first one I like went compost, actually. <gasps> oh, 
Really? Oh. I was yeah, I close. Like, you heard? I did not yeah. like that one. Hmm. Yeah. Nice. Wow. I like it. Well, not the, not a big fan of the McMurrays. Oh, okay. Right. This week we recap yeah, and review episode fire taste. Episode six <laughs> of season four. A great day for th- for Tundra Bay. All right. Have you done your homework, Matt? Yes, sir. Tanya, have you done your homework? Yes, sir. I've done my homework. Victor, have you done your homework? I'm prepared. Chad, have you done your homework? I, I did. How many four times? times? Yes, four times. Four times. <laughs> I, saw, I saw in the Twitter chat. All right, here we go. The Hicks uh, are cold open. The Hicks are hanging out in the tractor shed talking about sexting. They're surprised to hear that Squirrely Dan is big into sexting. He uses an app called Bumble. Uh, Derry <laughs> thinks he's been sexting, but he's not too sure. Uh, says he asked a girl out on a date and she replied with an LOL. Uh, Wayne says that's not sexting. Uh, Squirly Dan disagrees. <laughs> says LOL stands for lots of love. Wayne says it stands for laughing out loud, which doesn't bode well for Derry's chances. This sends Wayne on a jag about how technology is ruining relationships. Uh, says the world needs less Facebook and more face to face. He goes on to tell the legend of how his uncle Eddie met his aunt Mary. Is that a sock hop? Uh, Uncle Eddie told Aunt Mary he thought she was pretty and asked her to dance like if she wanted to twist. Uh, The story takes a bizarre turn, though, when uh, none other than Elvis Presley, the king of rock and roll, shows up and and asks Aunt Mary to dance. Uncle Eddie puts Elvis on his ass. Next thing you know, he in walks the Rat Pack with Chuck Berry and the Beach Boys. Uh, They were all good buddies with Elvis. (laughs) Derry says Uncle Eddie must have been a goner. But think again. Uncle Eddie gets up, gets a tap on his shoulder from none other than guess who? Everyone he- ever heard of uh, Johnny Cash? Squirrely Dan says, now Wayne's just spinning a yarn. The man in black himself. Hey, you better believe it's the man in black. He's with his good pals, John Wayne and James Brown, who don't take shit <laughs> off anybody. Everybody knows that. You want to throw hands at James Brown? I'm sorry, you're a goner. Everybody knows that. <laughs> but they're still outnumbered. So guess who shimmies over in a real bad mood? Who? Little Richard. Gotta be. Hey, you better fucking believe it's Little Richard. He's with his good pal, Bing Crosby, and that's pre-white Christmas when he's still on the bottle and a nasty drunk. You know what's on now. Um, uh, everyone's just in tears already. <laughs> then Buddy Holly walks over and Bertuzzi's Uncle Eddie. I, that's when I lost it, when, I, when, he says, when he says he Bertuzzi'd Uncle Eddie. How do you Bertuzzi somebody without a hockey stick? Uh, so Rach- I, had a, I had to Google that because I was like, what, what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a reference to uh, Vancouver Canuck, right? Todd Bertuzzi. Now, now wait, wait a second. I so I think you're mixing up Bertuzzi and Marty McSorley. No, no. Because Marty McSorley did the stick. I think didn't Bertuzzi do the sucker punch? No, no. Bertuzzi yeah, went from I, behind I, the I, guy I with the stick. I watched that video stick. like twice. I watched that video twice. The guy like came up and like socked him. Like yeah, yeah, it was, it, it was a sucker punch. Sure. The, the stick was Marty McSorley. I, I, I really? Think he, yeah, yeah. I could have sworn it was Bertuzzi. Anyway. <laughs> Some bad fact checking going on here. I don't know. <laughs> well, I'm not I'm not conceding that that that, that I was wrong. But anyway, uh, then Ray Charles has Buddy Holly in a rear <laughs> naked choke, which is impressive given Ray Charles is blind. Uh, Buddy Holly taps out. <laughs> but Ray Charles says, no way. It's not how this ends. <laughs> Johnny Cash is arm barring Sinatra. Sammy Davis Jr. switches sides halfway through and puts Dean Martin in an omoplata, which is scapula, uh, which means scapula in Portuguese. It's a highly effective Brazilian jiu-jitsu arm bar submission hold. <laughs> <laughs> and that just leaves at uh, dear old Uncle Eddie. Well, where's Uncle Eddie? What's he going to do? He's got to do something. 
Uncle Eddie's freshly transitioned from a triangle choke in favor of a full mount. He's got Brian Wilson down ready to serve the final blow and someone catches his fist. Guess who? Johnny Cash. Says, hey kid, we got this from here. Go get your girl. Uncle Eddie gets up, John Wayne gives him a tap on the butt like their old locker room pals. Uh, what's Anne Marion's doing? Did he go over to her? Tell you what, she went to him, okay? He scoops her up in his arms, fireman carries her out of there to applause from the sock hoppers, a clearer path for them. Takes her for a fucking milkshake, like a real man. Wow, Uncle Eddie. So next time you're thinking about texting a girl <laughs> to ask her out on a date, why don't you stop and think? About what? About the glory you're leaving on the table. <laughs> about the glory you're leaving on the table. I swear to God, that's oh, one of my favorite lines I've ever heard so on Letterkenny. Good. <laughs> Uh, Derry's phone buzzes. It's the girl he texted. Derry's phone is a hilariously ancient flip phone. Uh, the text from the girl reads, new phone, who dis? <laughs> and you cut to, to Wayne who says, LOL. And we cut to the opening theme. All right. There's a lot there. Um, let's start with you, Matt. What did you think of that cold open? Oh, it's so good. <laughs> like, and, and uh, so there's a couple of things. I'll start back. The LOL thing made me really <laughs> laugh um, right from the get go because, and, and, not that I like talking to her, but my, my ex's uh, mother <laughs> used to miss, I mean, in my eyes, misuse this on the reg. And she would, she would like everything online. She, so in her eyes, it meant lots of love, mm -hmm. but to me and everybody in the world, I know it means laugh out loud. Mm -hmm. So in the most inappropriate posts online, she'd write <laughs> LOL. And I'm like, why the fuck is she laughing at this shit? And and I never understood it until one day I'm like, oh, she actually meant it as LOL. So or as lots of love. So mm -hmm. it was a really hilarious thing because I thought she was just being wildly inappropriate or trying to make jokes at very <laughs> dark things sometimes. But anyways, it was all good. But I mean, there was just so much good going on in this. And it just there's these long drawn out ones, which mm -hmm. this one was sometimes I'm thrown off by, but this one it did one of those curves again where I started laughing mm -hmm. and then I'm like, okay, this is still going. <laughs> and then it picked me back up again as it got into like those really ridiculous. detailed moments yeah. and like ridiculous <laughs> over the top references and you just couldn't help but laugh because and, and so Wayne, Wayne would brilliant. say Wayne, Wayne would say something and to punctuate what he'd say he'd kind of like turn around and walk away like and guess who it was yeah Johnny Cash and he'd turn around and well, walk like, like <laughs> yeah well the whole scene was smart yeah, like even yeah. the way he was up, he was like up on a pedestal yeah, like yeah. announcing to the world this story <laughs> and they're listening they're not even looking at him he's looking up at the sky uh -huh. and and he's just delivering and it was so brilliant so yeah I loved it Tanya what do you think um, the LOL reminded me of, uh, when we were trying to fact check and, and find out what, uh, the acronym was, um, on one of our episodes, <laughs> we and, or uh, you, we, me yeah. and, uh, how wrong I was. PhD. So the whole <laughs> PhD, yeah. <laughs> so, so it kind of reminded me of that. And, and Alan has the funniest I'm gonna tell it. acronym. I'm going to tell yeah, it. Yeah, he absolutely does. So go for there. All right. <laughs> so, uh, uh, my parents are Portuguese. And, uh, you know, uh, I'm on Facebook and sadly, so is my mom. So, and, and my, my aunts and all my Portuguese family are on Facebook and, uh, every once in a while, <clears throat> uh, you know, I'll post something and I'll get, you know, a response from, from one of my, either my mom or one of one of my aunts or whatever saying, saying something nice or whatever. And then always signing off with BJ's. Well, it was B your birthday too. <laughs> oh, no. It was your birthday. Oh, no. Everybody was giving you BJ's. Yeah, for your everyone birthday. was giving me BJ's for my birthday. Even cousins. And aunts and moms, and, and no wonder you're in such a good mood all the time. So, 
<laughs> so I had to, everyone. I felt like I had to clarify. So I wrote a, a long Facebook post explaining that uh, the Portuguese word for kisses is beijinhos. And the short form for kisses is BJ's. Wow. Wow. You, you, you're like all full of BJ's and Conan. So, uh, yeah. It's a very sexual, so, sexual culture. Oh, man. So, yeah, I had to write a post, a Facebook post to explain to all my friends that, no, I'm not perverted or, or, or you know, from a sick, twisted family. It's a cultural thing. It's a cultural <laughs> thing. BJ's actually is short for kisses. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, that got a laugh and, and I think we almost lost Chad for a second there. Um so this cold open. I, I that's good. I know that's that <laughs> I know that uh, Uncle Eddie is it was the mayor of uh, former mayor of Letterkenny, uh, but also like going down to Florida. So I'm gonna guess that this sock hop that had all these fucking legendary people at it wasn't in Letterkenny but was down somewhere in Florida because can you imagine being at a sock hop? <laughs> uh, and uh, just just imagine being at a sock hop. But anyway, but one that had like Elvis Presley, the Rat Pack. Perhaps uh, Johnny I need a P- definition of what a sock hop is. It's one of those dances that with. Okay, the I just wanted to make sure that it was in a lemon party that I wasn't. No, aware no, of. no, no. Sock hop is like a 1950s <laughs> dance where the women wear. Okay, that's what I thought yeah. it was, but I didn't know if there was like an alternative. Yeah thing to it anyway it's a ridiculous story it's obviously you know uh, i don't know it's just it was funny it, you know it's on level on par with the uh, ants riding uh c i guess but, <laughs> but uh it was it was very funny and and the whole the delivery of it was great and, and very uh, entertaining uh victor what do you think yeah i kind of similar to to matt where uh, i while it was happening in the moment, I kind of felt it started started on a high. I kind of felt that if they would have ended before he, Wayne even started his story, it would have been a great short, yeah. fun, uh, awesome opening. Mm-hmm. And then he went into the story and he <laughs> he started losing me a little bit. And I was thinking, this is going on for a little long. Like I, yeah. I like the, uh, I, uh, you know, it's uh, I like all the name dropping mm-hmm. and and all that kind of stuff. But I, you know, like where are you going with this? <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of done. And then, but it, it had a strong finish. Yeah. So. So uh, you know, it had a had you know started high, went went a little down, and then finished high again. Oh, there's just a whole bunch of hilarious visuals that they introduced, like like the fact that little Richard would come in and say the day during a brawl. Come on, little Richard, really? Like, well, the whole thing was ridiculous. <laughs> and, it was and, it's and, like and, it's, yeah, it's it's ants on the log or whatever. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Or uh, skidoos. Chad, what do you think? <laughs> Uncle Eddie's a fucking legend. <laughs> if, this, if this story is real, dude, guy's a legend. Yeah, yeah. I wish yeah. he was my uncle. I know, right? right. If yeah. even a fraction of it was real. Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 as, it's, it's as real as uh, Uncle Eddie's penis in a jar that uh, Tanya saw. <laughs> Thought it was real, man. <laughs> oh, that's good. All right. Uh, all right. After the theme plays, uh, we go into scene one. Uh, we open on TSN Sports Center broadcast with Jay and Dan, and they're talking about homegrown feel-good story about hockey players Hudson and James Bay returning from, from playing in Europe to Letterkenny to help their dad do hay. Uh, this sets Dan off on a jag about Letterkenny, Ontario. You ever been to Letterkenny, Jay? I've not had the pleasure, no. Uh, as you're aware by now, I'm from Peterborough, Ontario. Yes, I'm aware. Okay, you're familiar with brawls and hockey? Yes, I'm familiar. Yeah, they happen all the time. How about uh, brawls and curling? That's a new one! Okay, that's what happened when Letter Kenny's curling team came to Peterborough. A curling brawl. Yeah, a brawl at a curling <laughs> match. You ever heard of a cribbage brawl? More new territory! Yeah, that's what happened routinely when members of the Letter Kenny Legion 
came and played cribbage tournaments against members of the Peterborough Legion. A cribbage brawl. Yeah, a brawl at a cribbage tournament. Toolsy! <sighs> you think I'm making this crap up? So what are you saying here, Toolsy? Okay, just if I were Hudson and James Bay. Home that, to do hay. Yeah, yeah. I'd be staying in Europe. <laughs> So we're, we're talking about how, how uh, for some reason, the timing of this podcast seems to be like su such like luck in terms of like the stories we got from Kate Trevor Wilson lining nicely with uh, with the two episodes we reviewed. And now this this one here with uh, Jay and Dan, I'm uh, Chad, I don't know if you are familiar with them because I believe they, they spent a few years down on in Fox Sports, right? Uh, either one or two of them. Anyway, oh, no. be before they before they return, like so, I, I, I'll confirm that yes, that happened. Was it both of them, or just one of them? I think it was uh, uh, Jay. Yeah. So yeah. Th these two guys are kind of a sports comedy duo that made their you know made their their name up here in Canada, uh, like as a like they're sports casters, but they're funny guys, right? Uh, and they had the show, but then one of them, I guess, went down to, down south and made you know was on Fox Sports for a little while, and then just a few years ago, a big deal was made when he came back, uh, and they they started back their show back up here in, in in Canada again. Well, just recently, one of them got fired from 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 Bell Media. Uh, Dan, Dan, the guy who was shit talking uh, Letter Kenny Ontario, he got fired. Yeah, and and some bizarre circumstances like this past summer, he went on a Twitter rampage. One of his kids, yeah. Well, uh, he was was kidnapped or or something or went uh, missing. Yeah, it was really alleged, bizarre. Allegedly, yeah. allegedly. it was a very it bizarre. Yeah, yeah, it was a very bizarre kind of thing that happened, and people wondered because it turned. He's out going to, through a bad divorce, is what I took. Yeah, from. yeah. So, and yeah. all this has happened very publicly, and now the guy's been fired, and so Jay and Dan once again have been split up. And anyway, all of this happened like this past week, <laughs> and we get this episode with with uh, Jay and Dan in it, and it's kind of just weird. I'm not gonna lie, I actually, admittedly, almost change the channel i thought I, I hadn't seen this episode in a while so when sportsnet came on i'm like shit did i sit on the controller yeah well that's it, it's really well done I right so because can't wait till this is lifted i'm coming to watch with you i'm like yeah. <laughs> you and i are it's so it's well done because it, it's it's it took it, me a minute yeah it took me a minute to catch up it's all this tsn sports show. center it's sports center music it's everything it's the exact same intro but it yeah it, it happens within the the letter kenny oh, world gosh. yeah Lin linda may have asked Asked me if we were watching the right show. <laughs> uh, anyway, next scene. Oh. We've we've got to do one of these episodes where we're watching it live together because I want to see like that reaction of like, oh damn, what happened there? I want to see that reaction real time. Me searching for the remote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wasn't even sure if they were real. I was like, oh, this, this is just a bit. And no, apparently they're. Real oh, yeah, they're real. They're, they've got their own show. Like I said, well, to the point where Matt thought it was it was actual. He was on the wrong channel. That's what Sportsnet looks like. Yeah, that's SportsCenter. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. I know what SportsCenter is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know what TSN and, is. Yeah. And, and I, I, I guess a quick promotion to our friend uh, Toronto Mike because he mm -hmm. does an interview individually with uh, both Jay and Dan. And yeah, they're both uh, pretty good. That's right. Oh, they're great. I mean, the, together as a duo, they're actually really funny, and and they do they have a good shtick. So it's kind of sad. I mean, uh, it, yeah, it's very sad to see that they're no longer uh, doing that together. Um, and just weird that uh, what all the circumstances that led to uh, to Dan O'Toole leaving. Uh, yeah, all right. All right. See, Oh, we better get moving. I'm drinking way too fast. Here. <laughs> Scene number two. <laughs> the Hicks are at the Hicks are at the produce stand. Wayne is looking bored, and Katie gets a text with some news. You ready for this old goat to make your day? Okay. Yes. Who's coming to visit us this weekend? No way. 
way. No way. For hay? For hay. No way. All the way. Who did they say? Well, they didn't, did they? Well, not yet, anyway. So go ahead and say. <laughs> James and Hudson. Bay? Bay. James and Hudson Bay. No way. Way. Home to stay? Just for hay. You don't say. Well, you know, a little bit of work, a little bit of play. Hooray. James and Hudson Bay. Hicks all the way. All, all the way. way. Oh, look, there's a stray. <laughs> <laughs> Squirrelly Dan says that James and Hudson Bay are LOL, Legends of Letterkenny. Good workers, too. They pull, they put away bales with the best of them. Wayne says they ought to know the Brothers Bay, uh, how they ought to show the Brothers Bay how proud they are of their own, in their own special way, which means sticking to tradition because tradition, because you don't fuck with tradition. And that tradition is puppers and a pig roast. Uh, Katie's off to talk to Tannis about the pigs since they get them cheapest on the res. Wayne wonders out loud what they're going to call the party this year. Names like heydays and bay in the life and baywatch are, are suggested but in the end wayne's idea wins out a great day for bay next scene riley and jonesy are in riley's jeep they're admiring the bay, brothers bay hockey cards turns out the brothers bay are letter kenny shamrock's all-time leaders in points penalty minutes and plus minus and now they're playing in europe imagine all the amsterdamsels in europe be wheeling abroad, all right. International ass. Getting their passport stamped. Oh, they're part of the European Union now, buddy. Traveling through Italy for sure, seeing all kinds of Vaticans. Nice mountains in Switzerland too. Hammering all that Croatia ass. Smashing all that Romania ass. Slam crushing all that Albania ass. Oh, welcome to Bulgaria. Yeah, the Brothers Bay hockey players all the way. All the way. The jocks want to do something epic to welcome the Brothers Bay home, but how are they going to top all bay all night from last year? They'll come up with something <laughs> where there's a will, there's a bay. Uh, next scene, at the Skid's lair, Stuart isn't as excited about the news of the Bay Brothers' return, even though they're his cousins. Uh, there are pictures of him all over Stuart's mom's house, which in which he still lives. Uh, Stuart says the Baysterds never wanted to hang out with him anyway. He's nauseated by their hokey, hockey, hickey shit. <laughs> I do not want to spend more time down by the bay with a watermelon. Grow up! <laughs> I just had to clip that scene because of the whole down by the bay thing uh, made me laugh. I don't, I don't know if uh, it's, it's a nursery rhyme I used to sing to, to my son. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that one. Down by the bay? No? Down by Where the, the bay? watermelon grows? Yeah. I dare not go. Yeah, back to my home. Grows. Back to my home. I dare back not go. Back to my home. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So. Yes, I'm familiar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I Going forgot. Going right you, into a sing-along there. Yeah, there you go. Uh, next scene. I worked at a camp. <laughs> well, you've got, two, uh, you got uh, young ones still, too. Uh, Katie's on the res. Someone is loading a dead pig into the back of her truck. She starts flirting with him. His name is Zach Russell Terrier. <laughs> <laughs> Played by Tanner Novlin. Uh, the joke is lost on poor old Zach. Katie invites him to the barbecue. She asks Zach if he knows them. Uh, he says they're second cousins. His aunt Sue was a bay before she was a casa. So now she's Sue Casa? Married Calvin Garfield Casa. Goes by Calgary. You might know their kids. Sam and Ella. Sam and Ella. Now Sam and Ella have a half-brother, Ty, as well. Ty Casa. I said half-brother. Last name's Food. Ty Food? Present. Katie's taken aback by both Zach and Ty. Uh, Ty's played by Asivak Kustachin. Uh, they're they're both strapping young men. Ty asks if Katie uh, Katie knows his half brother Ash Wednesday, who hangs out with Art and Mac Book. Uh, Katie wonders out loud if she's being fucked with. Enter Tannis, who confirms all the ridiculous names. Tannis asks Katie about the pig. 
Uh, Katie informs him about the baby queue. Tana says it's too bad the brothers are going to the res on Saturday for a party since they're part native all the way. Uh, they paid a thousand dollars on fire for fireworks. Um, and Tannis invites Katie to the party. Zach and Ty uh, will be going, so maybe she can come too. Uh, next scene, Tannis p- uh, pays Wayne a visit in the barn where he's throwing barley, not hay. Uh, Tannis asks Wayne to stand out on, on Great ba- Day for Bay. I'm really going to mess this one up all the way. <laughs> the, na- <laughs> the natives are already throwing a party out. for the Bay brothers. They're part native all the way. You notice, though, I'm doing this without a net. We're not doing second and third takes like you did with your limerick this, uh, today. Oh, that was, that was, that was a low blow. <laughs> not low bones, low blows. <laughs> uh, all right. Wayne says they're full hicks. Plus, they've already purchased a pig from her people. Tannis questions Wayne if they even know how to cook it. She flirts with Wayne, but gets nothing in return. Tannis reiterates, they've already spent $1,000 on fireworks. She doesn't want to see that go up in smoke. Uh, Wayne proposes a compromise. Keeping in mind that you once burnt down the produce stand, a lot has happened since then. The Brothers Bay Home for Hay is the perfect opportunity for all of us to come together and show them we're proud. So we would like to invite you and your friends here for a great day for Bay. Or you can move your party to the res for Thunder Bay because the Bay Brothers are part native all the way. They're full hick all the way. So? You trying to sneak a sunrise past a rooster, Tannis? I don't know. You're the one stuck between a cock and a hard place. You <laughs> breast or thigh guy. Uh, little note there. Sneaking a sunrise past a rooster. It's a, it's a saying that means trying to do the impossible. Uh, Wayne resists Tannis' advances. Uh, since they're full hick and only part native, Wayne wins the motion to host the party. But in order to appease both sides, they renamed the event Great Day for Thunder Bay. Puppers, pigs, pyrotechnics, and pepperettes. Now that both sides are happy, Tannis makes one last attempt at moving in on Wayne. See you there, Wayne or Shine. Good enough. There'll be fireworks, just like old times. It's been a business doing pleasure with you, Tannis. So, what about that elusive girl of yours? She's gonna show her face for once? None of your beeswax. People are talking, you know. None of their beeswax. Doesn't bother you? Mind your beeswax, Tannis. <laughs> Later, boo. Wayne takes a very long swig of his beer as Tannis walks away. Uh, scene seven, back at the produce stand, the Hicks invite Riley and Jonesy to the Bay Party. The, ho- the jocks ask how they can help. Wayne says they haven't heard from the Bay-, Bay Brothers all day, so it's safe to say they're behind on hay. Perhaps the jocks can go and lend a hand. So Riley and Jonesy agree. As the jocks leave, Stuart calls Katie and Katie in- invites the skids to the party. Stuart accepts so he can laugh at what losers they are. Uh, scene eight, everyone is at the party having a good time minus the guests of honor tannis approaches wayne who's not looking happy uh tannis asks if rosie's there this annoys wayne he tells her to go have a fucking puppers and walks away uh katie <laughs> katie flirts with zach and ty riley and jonesy um approach the hicks they're all caught cut up from throwing hay while wearing shorts and not, no sleeves but they got a taste of the hick life and they admit that it feels pretty good to do some hard labor beats going to the gym uh, Wayne asks if the bays are well. Wayne asks where the bays are. Rylan Jonesy said their parents George E N Bay and Fanny Bay told them they were at a meeting all afternoon. Riley and Jonesy note that they couldn't get a hold of their big city slams all afternoon either. Joint Boy and Tyson come by looking for the two gym babes. They couldn't get a hold of them either. Um, just then, a truck pulls up. It's the Bay Brothers, played by snowboarding brothers Craig and Mark McNor- McMorris. Uh, yes, sir. And uh, I'm sure Matt this probably has probably looked it up. But anyway, Mac- Mark McNorris is a two-time um, 
Canadian Olympic medalist. Um, and uh, his brother is also a snowboarder, but maybe not as decorated. But anyway, yeah, I looked them up too. <laughs> Uh, everyone welcomes them one by one. Then Squirrely Dan asks them if they've been uh, where they've been all day. They reply saying they had a meeting. And then from the truck emerges the two gym babes, followed by the big city slams. And then finally, Angie, who thanks the brothers for the big the base city role. This causes a brief, awkward moment between everyone until Wayne finally breaks the sounds with an LOL and everyone laughs. Uh, one of the Bay brothers asks after Stuart, who emerges from the crowd. Hudson. Stuart. James? Stuart, can we finally hang out? Hang out. Let's have a fucking puppers. I'd love a fucking puppers. I just always figured you didn't want to. You know, the whole Hicks versus Skids thing. The other hockey players all the way, boys. Hard native all the way, too, boys. We're family all the way. You guys do rips? Hard, Hard no. no. But do you rip Chell? Because we will rip Chell. Oh, Stuart. Yeah, goddamn right I rip Chell. You guys got rips? We got rips. They'll do rips. No rips. We'll rip chow, boys. Are you guys talking about what I think you're talking about? What if we are? I'm calling the cops. No! <laughs> Just kidding. Those are rips. We're gonna need more rips. I got rips. Then it's on. Chow. Goddamn right it's on. Chow. And rips. The whole party starts chanting chow and rips and they get whipped up into a frenzy. <laughs> Cut to later in the party. The music is blaring. The fireworks are going off. Everyone's having a great time. The Hicks take their hats off to Tannis, who's outdone herself. Uh, Wayne wonders where Tannis is. He looks over to the barn. Tannis is standing at the entrance, having a smoke and staring at Wayne. She motions for him to join her and then walks into the barn. Wayne consider- considers it for a moment, finishes his cigarette and walks off and we fade to black. All right, guys. It's tough. <laughs> Let's start with Matt. What did you think of this episode? I like this one. Mm-hmm. It was so. I'll start with it. I would say it wasn't the funniest episode by any means. I mean, I've laughed my ass off way hard. The opening was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved, and I feel like I take this from what I was going to say. I love the the small town camaraderie that happens here. Like, like this is truly small town thinking, you know, the, like the, the, the Bay brothers are a big deal. They're coming home. The whole town celebrates. And when you get some of these small towns where someone makes it big, the whole town truly celebrates. Like, like I live in Toronto. No one gives a shit. Mm-hmm. Like we've got Drake. Like we got Drake, but I mean, like he comes home. No one cares. Mm-hmm. Like half the city doesn't even know who he is, Yeah. but like it's because you got 5 million people versus 5,000. So it's a very different level of community and I love it. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is the kind of way that people think in small towns, they really want to make a big deal. Welcome home. their their heroes. And, and, and I loved how it played out. Um, and I thought it was just brilliant. And then the McMorris, yes, the McMorris brothers, mm-hmm. I saw them as soon as I saw Mark McMorris uh, on the, on the picture, I knew exactly who he was. This guy's a rock star. He's our <laughs> snowboarder. Um, like, like just, 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 just tell one little story of Mark McMorris. Like, if you haven't known who this guy is, he's a snowboarder for Canada. He bronze medaled in in Pyeongchang and and Korea there, um, and and then following, I can't remember what the next Olympics were, but um, he's two time bronze medalist. He's multi. He's he got like ten X Games gold medals. Um, but like as an example, this guy. Had, was in a massive injury, I think in 2017 or something like that. You know, crushed, like collapsed lung, multiple rib bro- break, pelvic uh, fracture, like, and and more. Like, ran into, like, hit a tree or something doing some filming for some of the work he did. It just almost lost his life. Within 11 months, 
went through multiple surgeries, got himself back up on a, on the horse, recovered, and then went on to the Olympics in bronze. Like he pushed through, and this guy's a champ. And mm-hmm. um, it was really fun to see him because I knew who he was as soon as he stepped out, and that's his brother right alongside. So it was it, it was it was a cool little nod to. Uh, some of the Canadian celebrations we have here, and uh, and I, I just appreciated the episode as a whole. Yeah, that's great. Ten. Um, I thought it was good. It 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 didn't offend me. Um, I didn't laugh my head off on this one. Um, not like I did the last one, though. There's mixed reviews on that one. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it 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 didn't blow me away, but it um it kept my interest. <clears throat> Okay. Um, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, great, great cold open. Um, you know, top 10, at least not, not maybe top five, but top 10 cold open for sure. Um, you know, the, um, the whole, uh, name play with, uh, that, uh, Katie went with, with those, with the native guys, uh, it was, it was kind of, it was pretty silly. I, it didn't make me laugh too much. I mean, it was fun, but it wasn't, it wasn't too clever. Like, uh, uh, you know, calling a guy Ty and his last name food, whose last name is food. Like it would have been, it would have been better <laughs> if it was kind of an actual, like realistic name or whatever, or, or uh, somebody named Ash and his last name Wednesday didn't. So that part there kind of left me, <laughs> kind of left me, you know, uh, yeah, whatever. Like it was cute, uh, but not, not really my thing. Um, but what really, really saved this episode for me were the scenes with Wayne and Tannis and Tannis constantly trying to tempt him and him fighting off her, her temptations. Uh, there was a lot of, she, she brought the heat and, and he, he kept on just, uh, saying no. And, and some, some of those scenes, uh, between the two of them were, were, were really, really well done. Uh, and just two of my favorite lines ever in, in anything, the, the glory you live, leave on the table is I love that. And and I wonder whether it's because I know that <clears throat> from listening to like the W5 interviews, a lot of the comedy comes from uh, Wayne making fun of people in his hometown, you know, like uh, or, or like um, uh, mimicking people that he knew in his hometown. I'm wondering if there was somebody in his hometown that maybe told a lot of really tall stories and maybe, you know, that was the way he ended one of those stories, the glory you leave on the table. Cause that's such a great, great line. I mean, I want to, I want to give him credit for writing it, but I also give him credit if, if he's just uh, repeating it, that he's heard it and he thought it was a great line and sneaking a sunrise past the rooster. I'd never heard that before. I had to look it up. I thought it was a great, <laughs> a great saying too, but I'd never heard of it. Um, and it's uh, it's a quote from I think it's a baseball announcer who said it about somebody trying to sneak a uh, fastball past a really good hitter or something like that. I, I don't remember. But anyway, uh, so saw like the scenes with with Tannis and Wayne and that cold open saved this one. Uh, and we'll we'll, we'll, go, we'll talk about ratings after. Uh, but that's what I have to say, Victor. Yeah, I think the opening was the the cold open was for me the best part of the episode, which maybe isn't so encouraging, uh, but. Uh, <laughs> um, because uh, you want the episode to get more interesting and, and get kind of get in there. And uh, I kind of felt that the the shtick of the episode, which was the wordplay, mm-hmm. uh, it, it just felt on like just felt like a, a like a skit that's going on a little too long. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, 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 I don't know, it just it was it was hokey, right? It was corny. And it's OK for that to be the thing if it's just mm-hmm. like in a moment here and there. And, and then it becomes like whimsical and mm-hmm. and 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 uh, quirky. but 
but it just that whole episode was that right uh it was the it was kind of the backdrop of the episode uh so for me that was uh not so great mm. but um overall i i thought it was a fun episode it was uh it was good uh but but for me the the cold open open was the best part that first scene coming out of the the open um where they're at the produce stand and they start rhyming everything with bay and stuff i thought that was well done but everything, yeah. everything, every time they did it after was sometimes they, they were just they were they stretching have, it, like bottled it, like yeah. the, you know that that would have been perfect, and then move on and Either let that. your yeah let your uh, genius uh, writing skills carry the rest of the episode. Yeah. Like, I, well, either that, or I would have been more interested if they tried to carry the rhyming throughout the entire episode. Try to do one of their their concept episodes where the whole thing is in rhyme. Uh, I don't know. It might have been yeah. might have been horrible, but it also might have been brilliant. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Chad, what do you think? Oh, I love the play on words. Mm-hmm. With Bay. That was my favorite part. Just yeah. like keep on going. <laughs> Just the, the whole last when the ladies are getting out of the trucks. The, the brothers Bay slay, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but, uh, I, I mean it, it was a good episode i liked it not one of my favorites mm-hmm. i mean it's i i enjoyed it i laughed the cold opening is probably one of the better one of the best ones so yeah man, i liked it yeah again i i liked it i liked the, the play word play to the first time the, and that first scene at the the produce stand but i found that they were, they were stretching it a few times like uh i think you know yeah, yeah it's a couple of times it felt like Oh, you didn't really need it here, but all right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, let's see. We'll go to episode ratings. Matt, what do you give this? Fresh clearance right. compost. <clears throat> so I got I got to set the stage here, I guess. Eh? And um, so I, I, there's three there's three major reasons. One, I I like the wordplay. I get you guys, and I think every episode that we've liked a lot still has them those moments where it didn't quite hammer home mm. but the wordplay was fun i think to do it well the the play on bay was great um and there was a lot of again i love what this this show does it especially in like this finales it, it rains everyone back in the only person i didn't really catch that we saw was glenn mm-hmm. um but the rest were all there and, and and represented in some form they pulled it together they, they celebrate community which i think is really cool and they, they managed to do that. They really focused on the one topic here, which I was okay with. Yes? Sorry. Before you give your rating, uh, uh, we should probably talk about the, the cliffhanger, too, before we give ratings. Oh, yeah. Uh, what okay. did you, what did you right. think of the cliffhanger, Matt? Sorry, the cliffhanger? Yeah, there was a cliffhanger. <laughs> I, I, Matt, Matt, thank you very much. Okay. I was going to say exactly the no, same thing. That's fair. That's fair. So so the cliffhanger is, did, did, did Wayne... Go, you know, did Wayne go with Tannis oh. and, and, and uh, you know, cheat on Rosie or, or where did he go? Right. Because it went to black. Right. So it's insinuated. I mean, I mean, it was it, it was hard to say no. But, <laughs> she, she went you know, to Wayne's in a Wayne's an honest guy. Yeah. He's uh, yeah. he said he's, no he's before. He said no before. Remember I, I, when the girl had asked him to go to the bathroom with yeah, her? He said no. He said, said my, no my, my the entire episode. But, what I believe what I believe in Wayne is that. He said no. Mm-hmm. I I wouldn't I wouldn't totally hate him if he said yes, even though I don't agree. No, but I would but, I would definitely not like him. So, but I I, I think I think he said no because I mean they're kind of setting it up. Yeah, he's he's said no to her in the past. He said no to her in the last episode. 
uh, when she showed up at the McMurray's and he yeah. said no a bunch of times in this episode. But, but at the end, he was annoyed got- that Rosie wasn't there and people were asking for yeah. Rosie and maybe he's starting I- to, to get tired of Rosie not being around. And so, you know, I think they were trying to yeah, set but, it up. But, but, but he's got strong morals and he's mm-hmm. got strong beliefs on things. And I don't think he would do it. Even if he wanted to, I think he would do the right, the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. That's, that's just my take. What do you think of the cliffhanger? I think he's gone to go place a call to Rosie and say goodbye. Cause, cause, <laughs> Bye. Yeah, because he, he is always, he's always telling everyone else how like the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. And there's no way that he would do the wrong thing and still be able to face himself. So he thinks you, you think uh, that that was enough for him to go and break up with Rosie. Yeah, if he's that interested in Tannis and 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 he's had enough of Rosie not being around, if that bothers him, so far he's he's continuously said that it doesn't bother him. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah. I would definitely think less of him if he were to have gone to Tannis. Yeah, like and for for Tannis' sake, mm-hmm. he might say that with his D out, um, <laughs> but he'd make the call. He'd make the call. I think he'd make the call first. I think he'd pick up the phone and say this isn't working and and end it and then continue on with the Tannis train. Okay. Well, I, I know what happened, so I'm not going to spoil it for anyone, but I do think that this one is probably one of their weaker cliffhangers for sure. Um, but, you know, I just, I was, I was interested to find out, you know, to hear from you guys. Victor, what did you think that of that cliffhanger? I, I didn't even think of it as a cliffhanger. No? I, 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 I mean, I was going to, I was going to kind of, uh, I, talk more about this during my rating, but Mm -hmm. it's one of the reasons why why I think this was kind of one of the weaker season ending Mm -hmm. episodes. I just didn't think it was a great ending. Mm -hmm. It was uh, not, there wasn't much climax there. Um, It just, just nothing really happened that was really interesting or exciting. And and him kind of turning around and walking walking towards somewhere, Mm -hmm. I guess it could have been towards Tannis or it could have been towards... uh, a telephone booth? Do they have those in Letterkenny? <laughs> uh, 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 you know, like I almost feel like does it matter? Like mm-hmm. I don't know. I just didn't. And and the other thing is like I don't know. Like we're still learning about these characters. I'm mm-hmm. not ready to put Wayne on a pedestal mm-hmm. and say that he's somehow this uh, just you know. Um, untarnishable guy. I mean, he does laugh at kids when they fall off bikes and, uh, and, and whatnot. Like, you know, and so, and, and his sister is like, you know, uh, dates two guys at the same time. So I, I just, you know, like, I, I don't think it's the world's biggest controversy here. Mm-hmm. It's like, Whatever. No, what I mean, it's part of the story, right? Though it's it's like yeah, there's there's yeah. that w- the love story of Wayne and Rosie and it's in, yeah. in, in peril there. What yeah. do you think of that uh, cliffhanger chat? Like Victor said, mm-hmm. it wasn't really a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Like it, it just kind of ended. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh, obviously he went into the barn. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's. This is not one of the. This is not the best season finale. Like mm-hmm. it's a cliffhanger with air quotes around it. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, oh, obviously he did that. You know what he did. Mm-hmm. Well, I agree with you. It wasn't much of a cliffhanger, but I mean, I think it was yeah. meant to be. I think they were trying to set it up to be one. Like having him reject her throughout the whole season series, or or this season anyway. And then in the end, they're showing how frustrated he was that uh, there was this party and he couldn't enjoy it with his girlfriend. And, but there was this other woman who's very interested in her, him. And uh, yeah. So anyway, Matt, sorry. I I thought we should probably just talk about, because it is a season finale. We should talk about the cliffhanger before we give our rating. So now go ahead. All right. Yeah. You're, you're the host buddy. We, we, (laughs) we follow your lead, my friend. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> so, I mean, all, all what I was saying, I mean, I, I like the community aspect. I, I, I thought it was fun with the wordplay. The cold open was solid. I love the cameos that happened in this mm-hmm. episode. I think that's probably where they tried to make up for the lack of cliffhanger or mm-hmm. solid ending where they, they threw some, some um, talent behind it, like with a sports net um, intro and the McMorris brothers and this and that. I think that was maybe their attempt to add some flair to the ending. Mm-hmm. Uh, but all in that, I mean, I did a laugh. The hardest no, but I would still give this one a fresh. All right. Tanya. Um, there was nothing that that made this a fresh for me. There was nothing that also made it a clear, uh, a compost. So it's a clearance. No, oh, okay. Like it, it, it didn't blow me away, um, but it didn't disgust me. So yeah, smack <laughs> dab in the middle. There it is. Okay. Didn't disgust you? Eh? That's it your scale. Disgust <laughs> me. That's, that's quite quite the scale. Uh, so this one here is right right on the right on the line between fresh and clearance for me. Uh, it's it's teetering because yeah it's not super funny and 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 the cliffhanger it was weak uh, and the wordplay uh, some of it was good but some, but on the strength of that cold open and on the strength of those scenes with with Wayne and Tannis I just really really enjoyed those scenes and on the strength of just those two lines that I really enjoyed I'm gonna it's gonna <laughs> squeak in a, a fresh for me just 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 wow. there just under the line there you know what I have to call. I think the only reason why you like the cold or the the ending is because you you know what's coming. I no. think if because just like like no, uh, not true. Much. Matt, don't don't say too much now. No, no, no. Here's here's uh, here's the thing. Uh, I know what's coming, and the first time I watched this, that that uh, uh, that cliffhanger had a bigger impact on me than it did this time. Uh, I was, and I remember the first time I watched this, going, "Oh wow, what's he going to do?" Like I was actually. It it was it was a bigger impact uh, cliffhanger for me. See, the first until time we talked just now, I didn't even because I don't usually choose the episodes. I don't know where we are in the the season or the episodes <laughs> or whatever. I didn't know this was the season finale for for the season. Oh, so it might have helped to, to no, because <laughs> but but really, it didn't feel like one. Mm. Like there was yeah, nothing. Well, there was nothing like um over the top. And and usually, as they do, they mm-hmm. usually bring in everyone and, and and they did except for no, glenn everyone was there glenn. except for glenn yeah Absolutely. yeah what's up with that by the way uh, yeah. he's too busy directing actually not just glenn <laughs> also the mcmurrays weren't there yeah you're right well they were uh, very heavily they, the mcmurrays were expo- not that chad was upset exposed. by that yeah, <laughs> yeah they were overly exposed <laughs> in the last one it, it's just barely a fresh but I, they're just those scenes the, that that those lines were just really really strong for me so that's why it's yeah. just barely a fresh for me victor yeah. what'd you think yeah um, well, I, I mean, I, I think I pretty much let the cat out of the bag in this one. I'm <laughs> r- r- right in the middle on this one as well. And mm-hmm. the, the the thing about the ending, the other thing that I didn't uh, tremendously appreciate is the uh, Mc, uh, McMorris brothers. Uh, I, I, like, I just wasn't, I, I didn't think, you know, maybe if I was 18, I would have thought it was cool. I just didn't think it was cool that they, the, the, the cool thing about them was that they had the big sex party in the, in, in the back of their car or whatever <laughs> with all the, with all the girls. I, you know, it's like, you know, again, the younger version of me wants to say, Oh wow. Well, these guys are cool. Well, it just shows awesome. that, that they're rock stars. Like they come back. Yeah, from- but 
I don't know. I didn't think it was cool. Yeah. I just didn't think it was cool. Like they took all the girls from the from the hood and and yeah. And, okay, you know. Dad. Hey, and Dad. Then, hey, no, Dad. Hey, hey, Dad. I, I, I don't know. I just, I just, I don't know. I felt. I, I don't know. I just didn't feel. I didn't feel it was on on the level. Oh, I, yeah. I, was a, I thought it was a bit offside. Yeah. All right, Chad. What you, what's your rating? Uh, I mean, it it doesn't feel like Tanya said. It doesn't feel like a. Uh, season finale mm -hmm. this was like oh this is the middle of this season episode when i first Absolutely. saw it i was like oh like this is not a season finale and then i was like oh it is okay mm -hmm. i guess so i mean i i still liked it the cold opening is hilarious mm -hmm. it's the the play on words with the bay i'm i'm gonna give it a fresh awesome <laughs> i loved it, it, it <laughs> but it, like it, it just it just it, it just didn't feel like a, it just didn't feel like a like a season finale mm -hmm. Like if it if if you take it out of like being the last episode, it's a great episode. Mm -hmm. Well, there you but go. But if it's the last episode, then it's not. It's yeah. not a great finale. Sure, all perspective. But it's a good eh? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's a great episode. But I know what happens next. So mm -hmm. like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, let's go to uh, top fives. And Matt, does this break your top five? No, it doesn't break a top five. No, Tanya, not at all. No, it won't either for me. Uh, and Victor. No, no, of course no. not. Uh, and Chad, I mean, I don't, I, I don't expect you to give us your top five because we, you know, we haven't, re re you know, reviewed all of them yet. But if you want to talk about any of your favorite episodes, uh, feel free. You guys already reviewed my favorite ep episode. Lays Hicks is probably one of my favorite episodes. Oh yeah, I just, I just yeah, love, buddy. I, I just love how like the the number one the French. I love how there's the French like equivalents yeah. of like the Hicks. Yeah, it's the same characters. But French, yeah, that and, is probably one of the best episodes. Yeah, and wearing blue plaid, uh, wearing blue yeah. plaid instead of red plaid. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's the same characters, but French. I love. Thank it. you. They gave they gave, they all gave me such shit for putting that number one, and I fucking loved it. <laughs> no, it is the best episode. Yeah, any, I've seen all of them up to season nine. Any so. honorable mentions? Uh... Again, it's been a while since I've seen most of them. I'm getting reviews from you sure, guys. Sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's, uh, let's read some uh, listener comments here. Uh, this one's from our buddy Jason Dean Cutler. Uh, he's talking about our last episode. Y'all didn't even talk about the video game music in the background for the whole show. Figure it out. So I think he's referring to that lounge music, music that was playing in the background at the McMurray's party. Uh, Victor, I thought maybe you'd comment on it. I, I've, I found it kind of loungy and uh you know kind of cool but um yeah it wasn't much to talk about there yeah i i guess it's there but mm -hmm. I, I yeah i there's it's it was there it was good but uh yeah. i guess it, it it didn't take center stage right so so i mean it was hard to kind of uh i guess think about it as uh, something to talk about yeah uh, Redbeard, our buddy uh, from out east, hot damn produce stand uh, pod is great to listen to at work. Yes, Redbeard, thank you very much uh, for listening and supporting as and always. Uh, and uh, do you listen at work? You shouldn't be with that heavy machinery. <laughs> <laughs> I do. We don't want to be responsible for you <laughs> that, losing a pinky or something. Got, that's how I got caught up. <laughs> oh man uh and uh, uh danny ellis uh talking about the k trevor wilson interview uh she talked she says i was actually on set for this shot she's talking about the sashimi's uh uh scene uh she was on set for that a rare treat as an office dweller and it's among one of my favorite memories from working on the show so uh danny is a an the art director on letter kenny and actually uh fyi and uh uh I don't know if you know this, Tanya, but she's going to come on our podcast. 
I heard a little tweet about that. Yeah, in a few uh, weeks nice. to to uh, as a as a guest, we're going to interview Danis, uh, Danny, Danis, Danny, <laughs> about uh, working on Letter Kenny. Combining her first name and last name. No, I'm com- <laughs> no, oh, well, maybe <laughs> I was thinking I was I probably had Tannis on the brain. Anyway, so yeah, you Dan- do. Danny. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you, Al. <laughs> no one would hold that against you. Uh, no, Al's got a wee little crush. Yeah, she's going to make my laminated list. Anyway, um. <laughs> <laughs> Danny's going to come on uh, in early March uh, and, and we're going to uh, looking forward to having her on. And uh, in other news, uh, so yes, I, I mentioned Danny's going to be on, the art director for Letterkenny. Uh, but next week on Tuesday, we're going to welcome Brittle Star to the produce stand. Now, uh, if you don't know who he is, he's a, an internet, uh, kind of, um, uh, influencer, I guess, or, or uh, he's an internet celebrity. He started off years ago with vines. If you remember what, what vines were, uh, and then when vine went away, he started doing uh, YouTube cl- videos and, and, uh, twi- Twitter stuff. And, uh, he's like, he's internet famous. And, um, uh, from Canada and, uh, let's see, he's been to the white house. Uh, he's been, to like he's been really? to, he, yeah he's as, as a visitor as a visitor um <laughs> like uh, the paid tour or no 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 he was he was in he was invited to the white house we'll, we'll have him share okay. that story it's an interesting story right. anyway he was on uh, he was on the toronto mike podcast uh uh last week and i had uh, uh toronto mike uh, ambush him and, and ask him on on his show, if he'll come on to protestant, because I heard that uh, <laughs> Brittle Star is a Letter Kenny fan. So, uh, and of course, because he was on and being recorded, he had to say yes. He was bullied into saying yes. So he's going to join us, uh, and it'll be—I uh, promise you—it'll be an interesting uh, interview, and we'll have a lot of fun with it. So that's next Tuesday uh, for our patrons. They'll get it first, and then a week later, it'll be released in our, into our regular feed. So uh, I'm looking forward to next Tuesday and having Brittle Star on. Uh, any final comments, Matt? Oh man, I was—I never <laughs> saved these final comments. It's been a fun week. Mm-hmm. Um, again, Chad, thank you so much for joining us. I always appreciate it. I—I—I I, I, I still, again, I say that multiple. I always get tripped out that people are actually even spending a minute of their day listening to our nonsense. Oh, but I love it, and I so appreciate um, your support and joining us on the show. It's so much fun. This has been such a such a takeaway throughout this mess of a year and going. Um, it's just such a blast. So, I mean, that's really my thought. Thank you so much, Chad. Such a pleasure, man. I, I, I'm really happy you're able to join us tonight. Natanya? Absolutely. Uh, thank you to Chad. That was uh, amazing that you could come out with us tonight. And uh, oh, and this is a very last fun. minute booking too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, last night. Like, uh, it, it, <laughs> I mean, when you first... Uh, uh, started supporting us on patreon i think i reached out and i said hey uh you know now that you're a patron uh you you, you know we'll let you come on the show and you're like i haven't watched it in a while so i'm gonna have to start watching it again if i'm gonna come on <laughs> and then last night i get a text uh, uh, or a message from chad saying hey uh if you don't have anybody on tomorrow i'll come on and i'm like oh great we have nobody on tomorrow so yeah that was a, that was a, awesome a, a last second uh, uh thing but thank you for doing it and and you managed to watch the episode four times since then so that was that was uh impressive impressive <laughs> uh victor yeah i guess uh, i'll just start uh thanks uh, as well chad for coming on thanks for choreographing your uh, wardrobe with matt this morning oh that's so right that's, yeah that's, that's matt's great. wearing the, the oh even with the hat <laughs> <laughs> matt flip your hat around, flip your hat around. Yeah. 
<laughs> uh, see, thanks. they don't know that we actually like texted earlier to see what. We yeah, were yeah. There. yeah, yeah. <laughs> BFFs just across cross border BFFs, right? Yeah, just cross. <laughs> That's right. Uh, thank you for 3M and for Fargo. All oh, that is great. Uh, and uh, and and I'd like to apologize for Al um, uh, and and to our Vancouver fans. Uh, uh, so you know, if you're out there, I have and, nothing uh, against Vancouver. I want to go to Vancouver. I want to visit. Please. Please, please continue to uh, listen and uh, and subscribe. So, um, that's, oh, that's I think good. that's all I got to say. <laughs> uh, Chad, do you have do you have any final comments? Uh, thanks, thanks for uh, having me on here. Mm-hmm. It's pretty fun. All thanks right, my week. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad we could make your week, and it was our pleasure. Is there anything you want? Is there anything you want to promote or anything? Your Twitter handle or anything? No. Okay, just. Nah. Uh, your your majestic beard. I don't know why beard. people follow me on Twitter anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, now they'll know it's because you're a good guy. You're a really good guy. I'm going to play us off I try here. My best. Uh, let's see. I'm going to play us off here with a, a song from the episode called "True Thrush" by uh, Dan Deacon. <clears throat> Chad, thank you again for for joining us tonight. And that's all we have for this episode. Next week, we review the Letterkenny Easter special, Super Hard Easter. If you'd like to support the podcast, rate us on iTunes and become a patron or become a patron or can do both. Uh, There is a Patreon link on our site or our Twitter profile at ProtestantPod. Thanks for joining us. Now we're going to have some puppers, pig, pyrotechnics and pepperettes. On behalf of Chad, Matt, Victor, Tanya and myself, thank you for listening and have a great week. (laughs) 